0: Welcome to 19 in 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody stop! I think I think giggling Ben went to play went to play a crowd. Reef and Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the nineties. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen, and joining us from the UK, really early in the morning. It's Billy. Way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide, all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Karratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion, and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm gonna find out how weird arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced, and closeted, the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. <laughs> yes, indeed. Welcome back to the one thing that I've been sitting on for 30 plus years and then probably spent a good decade telling people I was going to do something about it. Aw, huzzah to me for seeing my dreams through. I'm not sure it's actually helping anything in the grand scheme of things, but at least I can say I've cured my addiction to procrastination forever. Not very much at all. Anyway, we're about to uh, kickstart each episode, of course, by transporting ourselves back to the 1989 and revisiting what songs were charting on this week. And thanks to the sterling work of chartbeats.com.au, the biggest debut of August 6th was from Roxette, who already had the number one song with... The Lurk. Uh, their follow-up, Dress for Success, arrived at number 28. Broz delivered too much at number 31. <laughs> Story of their lives. James Rain, One More River, was at 38. And at 46, The Bangles with Be With You. And in 1989, if you wanted to be with someone, you had no online hookups or GPS tracking apps on a mobile phone. You didn't even have mobile phones, guys. Uh, Even dating TV shows were dying back then, with the robot Dexter retiring from Perfect Match and taking his co-host Greg Evans with him in 1989. Uh, Also saying bye-bye was Madonna from her then-husband, the actor Sean Penn. She divorced him that same year too, and went on to date Hollywood actor Warren Beatty. Some of that relationship you can actually witness in her groundbreaking documentary film, madonna truth or dare or as it was called in australia in bed with madonna which was released of course in cinemas in 1991 it also just casually ended up inspiring a lot of reality television and celebrity culture there were heaps of parodies of that movie done and other music related documentaries created as a result of madonna's success Story of her life. Hey, coming up in this episode, Cindy is banging on my teenage door early in the morning again. How very dare she wake me up. I go to the fair, interview more fishermen, and go to something called a phenacle fanny. Oh, pardon, vicar. Broadcast live from the races, book a flight home for holidays, and get roped into a 12-hour workday. Illegal much? (laughs) Let's just say 20-year-old me is totes not happy with my boss, Neville, and I'm not afraid to show it, which leads to me having to endure a chat about my attitude problem. Can you actually imagine how much sassy attitude I was flinging about back then? Neither can I, but it would have been ultra dramatic and there would have been lots of eye rolling. To help me sort through all of that and more, it's time to welcome back another one of my besties. Who is that? 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 that? It's Natalie White!
1: Yay for me!
0: Yay for you indeed. Welcome back, beautiful.
1: Thank you. I think I deserve a round of applause for appearing on such a bloody hot day. It's 37 degrees here I and know. I'm melting.
0: Go away, Summer. We don't need that temperature already. I
1: know. It's like when someone tell WA that we're still in spring mode, yeah, boys.
0: Calm down, Perth, baking yourself alive, trying to prove that the environmental calamity is real. <laughs>
1: It's definitely real over here, that's
0: yeah. for sure. It's 100% real everywhere, guys. Get around <laughs> it. Um, Now, we should reintroduce you to uh, anyone listening. You've been on before, but for anyone that's sort of unaware of Natalie, you were in my life from 1989. You appear from about December in my diary as Natalie from On Bazaar, the most exclusive shop in Karratha in
1: 1989. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> It was fabulous, but I think we met each other sometime before.
0: Yeah, I just don't think I bothered right. to diarise you until later in the no. year.
1: No, well, maybe you were just embarrassed about the amounts of money that you're spending in my shop. <laughs> well, well it's not my shop, but it's not my shop. So... To
0: me, it was your shop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was my shop.
0: <laughs> and I don't know if I was embarrassed about how much I spent because I seem to list it in this diary over and over again. <laughs>
1: I'm embarrassed about how much I spent in that shop. Oh, my
0: God. Anyone that's lived in a rural area will know boredom will get you to spend money on all sorts of things.
1: Glittery things,
0: <laughs> yeah. pretty
1: things. and of course, I have a lot of pretty things that yeah. don't fit me anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Ditto, dolls. <laughs> um, also, because there was nothing to do, it was one party after another, so you constantly buying or jujuring up an outfit for an event every weekend in Karratha. Um, There'd be like fancy dress, you'd have to buy alcohol. There was so much money going
1: over hand over fist. Do you know, I think that's one of the things I remember and it probably kept me in Karratha for four years when I actually hate hot weather, was the parties that we had. We had yeah. so many fun times in Karratha yeah. and we had to make our own fun. So, yeah. I, uh, Listen,
0: I, everyone. We had to like make the, our own fun. There
1: was lots of crazy theme parties and weird stuff going on.
0: So. Yeah. All right, should we get stuck into it?
1: Let's go.
0: All right, let's take in... Uh, this is my 31st week of working ever in my life. Well, I had, you know, video store and hardware store jobs, but this is a full-on, I'm going to be a career girl. Uh, so... <laughs> Let's take in August, Sunday the 6th. It was written at 1.20am. Hello there. Got woken about 10 by Cindy at our door. She came over to ask if I wanted to go to the fair. I showered, had some quick breakfast and off we went. The fair was quite good. I love that I got up really early. I'm 10, I suppose, isn't that early. <laughs> <laughs> we had lunch at a German place left at about 11.30 and got to the station just after that, quickly got my records and commercials, went into the studio and rushed around while the news was on. Because clearly I'm starting at midday, but I'll go to a fair before I go to work. (laughs) Eat some German sausage. Uh,
1: Can I just ask, where was the German place?
0: I don't know.
1: (laughs) Maybe rolled in on a cart. I think you were obviously on drugs because there was no German flag.
0: I was never on drugs, but I would have been a German stall.
1: must have been taste-taking, like pre-work drugs
0: All right. To get through. Maybe I sucked a German man's sausage <laughs> and I've written it in code and now I don't remember. But I'm certain I didn't do anything like that until I was in my late 20s. I
1: was going to say, I could almost believe that, but not at that point in time. No
0: I was a snow-driven angel.
1: <laughs> You're a little homophobe. Yeah,
0: and terrified of sex as well. Uh, anyway... <laughs> That's not a problem anymore. (laughs) Only just got ready in time. Slightly hectic. Shift went really well. Had a great time. Did more live crosses to the 1989 King Bay Fishing Club Dampier Classic. I love that I've written that with all the capitals. King (laughs) Bay Fishing Club Dampier Classic, all capitals. For updates on all the fish being caught, it was really interesting. (laughs) I'm on drugs. I am
1: on drugs. (laughs) How was this interesting? Maybe it was the reaction to the German sausage. <laughs> no, tell me
0: about the fish you caught at the dock. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. <laughs>
1: Can you make a sausage out of it?
0: I <laughs> oh God, I hope I so.
1: A fish sausage, please. <laughs>
0: Stop. <laughs> got home and Julie and I got some movies. Dana came over, went out to the 24-hour servo, watched movies till now. See ya, One twenty-nine a.m. What an eventful Sunday. Oh,
1: that 24-hour servo, that saw a lot of action,
0: oh, didn't it? Man. Oh, man. I'm thinking about my lasagna topper right now. And a Chico <laughs> roll. <laughs> this is Monday, August 7. It was written at 11.53pm. Public holiday today. Got up at 7.30 and got dressed. What the fuck? What am I getting up that early for on a public holiday? Oh, went to work to do 9 to 12 on air. Okay. That's why we're getting up early. We broadcast live from the Roeburn Races from twelve to six. I did nine a.m. to twelve and was ready to go home at twelve thirty when Neville rang and said I had to stay at the station until Sean got there at six. I was so pissed off. That's a really long day, and I think it's illegal. <laughs> you arch nemesis! I didn't know I had. <laughs> I rang my mum and had an enormously long talk with her. Bitching and moaning about it. Called Cindy to tell her I couldn't come over. Moo, have a sulk. She ended up coming to the station. I love that everyone just ends up coming to the station. It's like a drop-in (laughs) centre. And
1: again. Not something you can do
0: nowadays. Oh, not at all. <laughs> uh, Sean came to the station at four, went to Cindy's, talked for a while, and then went to Dampier to look at the fishing classic. Oh, Jesus. Because it wasn't enough on Sunday. We go down in a public holiday, too. <laughs> ah, here we go. My interest is waning. It was fairly interesting, especially the sharks. <laughs> Had tea at Captain's Galley. Ugh, yum! <laughs> Went to Cindy's, hired some movies, watched them, now I'm home. See ya, 12.01am. Cute.
1: God, I miss that
0: place. So do I. Mm. There's All right. chips anywhere. Oh, the best with chicken salt. Oh, oh. Oh. Um,
1: this
0: is August 8th, Tuesday. It was written at 12.18pm, I've written. And then I've got a big arrow and gone, oops, am. I think we got it, mate. Well, today, I sat around in bed until 10.30. Got up, had some breakfast, had a shower. Went into town to pay the electricity bill. It was due yesterday. Went to the station and got my mail. I love that we used to have to pay bills by going into shops.
1: Oh, Lordy.
0: (laughs) The look of pain on your face is like, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) I got my mail. Rather depressing. I owe just over $300 to Mutual Community for various products.
1: Mm. Wow, that's what I've actually <laughs> written, fault. Natalie.
0: I've written after that in capitals hmm, H3Ms. <laughs> the problem is, I've got to book for my flight soon, and I know they're going to want a deposit. And at this stage, I ain't got one. <laughs> I love that I wrote, I ain't got one. Um, had to do something about that. Oh, I have to do something about that. I made, ooh, yes, let's do this. I made, it's a bit loud, microwave. I made a lamb chop casserole for tea tonight. Not bad if I do say so myself. <laughs> yeah, you did, mate. Uh, Dana came over and watched TV with Julie and I. She's just left about half an hour ago now.
1: Who cares that it was about half an hour ago? I
0: was actually 32 minutes. Watch TV until it went off. Now to bed. Night, 12.24am. Maybe it's because I was watching all those shows where they used to recreate home invasions and murders and things and try and get you to guess how to solve them. And so yeah. maybe I just thought I'll record every time that people come and go.
1: Maybe it was because we were just coming into digital time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Probably true.
1: <laughs> That's so sad. We all had digital watches. So I
0: know. It was like... <laughs> We thought it was so clever. <laughs>
1: it's one of the lame things about the 80s and 90s.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all of our accessories because we had to carry things. <laughs> all right, this is Wednesday, August 9. It was written at 12.32am. Strangely enough, I work at 8.30 today. That is strange, mate. Stayed in bed till 9.30. That's just admitting you spent an hour playing with yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Got up, had some breakfast. House is a pigsty. This morning anyway. I reckon it was a pigsty most mornings really, wasn't it? Um, Watched television and Sean came home with the vacuum cleaner. Said he's going to clean the house. Wonders will never cease. I've put a question mark. Shouldn't be a question mark. Wonders will never cease.
1: <laughs>
0: um, made my lunch and ate it. <laughs> oh,
1: for fuck's sake. Honestly. Made my lunch and put it in the fridge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's the point. <laughs> <sighs> I had a shower and went to the station. Did some commercials and recorded the college show. Ignored Neville when possible. (laughs) Oh, my God. I would have been a fuming little steam. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Closeted me just going, I'm
1: not even saying hello to you. I'm passively, aggressively ignoring you. I'm going to go
0: talk to the person standing right next to you.
1: Hi, Stephanie. (laughs) How are you?
0: (laughs) He had the nerve, this is amazing. He had the nerve, how dare Neville have the nerve, to say I shouldn't bring my problems to work. (laughs)
1: But Neville, you are the problem.
0: (laughs) Wow. I felt like saying, you're my problem. How do I solve that? (laughs) See,
1: I'm I'm like 19-year-old you. Yeah. I'm
0: not. 100%. And also, (laughs) yay to 20-year-old me for putting down some more detail for a change. I'm kind of loving your emotional turmoil here. (laughs) Anyway, did the obvious thing and rang my mum, because I'm a mummy's boy. Had a good old gander. (laughs) Oh, like a nana. Talked about surprising Nicole when I got home, which is my best friend cousin. We're not going to let her know that I've come home and I'll surprise her when she comes over for tea the night I arrive by coming out as tea is served. What a lark! I wrote what a lark! (laughs) Can't wait. Oh, what a lark. (laughs) Silly.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
0: Ooh, exit stage left even <laughs> That's me My shift 6 to 12 went well See ya 12.40am Man Wednesday was eventful <laughs> What with my ganderings And my larks
1: I'm I like, wonder how never felt Afterwards
0: Probably didn't even notice
1: <laughs> Oh no I'm sure he was cut deep by
0: <laughs> He might be if you listen to this him. podcast now <laughs> Hi Nev. I still love you. Don't <laughs> mind about me being an asshole when I was 20.
1: Um, this Mate, is you're a shit boss. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Shut up. Uh, this is Thursday, August 10. <laughs> Natalie said that, not me. I can't confirm or deny. Okay, maybe they I'll deny.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's in the diary as well. Well, today was rather strange. <laughs> I <laughs> you're out of control, woman. <laughs> I woke at 10.30 or thereabouts. Decided against doing the shopping. Couldn't be bothered. So 20. Went into work about 1.30. Jan had got a phone call from her husband today and she has to leave for Perth tomorrow morning instead of night. Her son must be very sick. Oh, that's awful. I did some commercials. Was flat out actually. Rather glad that I didn't have to take Colin and Cindy to the airport. Too much work to do. My shift from six till midnight went well. Julie bought some tea over and told me she spent $150 on shopping tonight. And then I've got a dash and then in capitals, shit! With three exclamation marks. <laughs> I nearly died, honestly. <laughs> I love that I write so gay at 20. <laughs> I nearly died, Honestly. <laughs>
1: I love that I didn't pick that, peg that out. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe
0: if you'd been reading my diary, you would have noticed.
1: <laughs> I'll be so gay.
0: <laughs> no, he's certainly not presenting, but he is on paper. <laughs> anyway, see ya 12:41 a.m. So uh, Friday, August eleventh. this is written at 1.21 a.m. My arisal time, and I'm sure the spelling of this is not right, because I've written A-R-I-S-A-L. My arisal time was eight or thereabouts this morning. Why even fucking record it if you're not going to say... Anyway, move on. Showered, got dressed and walked to work. Jan gave her keys to Julie last night, which has the car key and the house key on it so I can feed the cats. Anyway, Julie lost them. (laughs) For fuck's sake. I did some ads and then as two got closer, we began to search harder. She went home twice to look for them. Then I checked her car and they were under her seat. She must have knocked them under. Julie dropped me off at Jan's after my shift at six, Brought her car to our house, also fed the cats. Dana came over and invited me to the finackle fanny what the hell is a fienackle fanny? And why is that such a hilarious name?
1: They changed it now. It's now fienackling. because so I, did... I don't know if they have a fanny with it anymore. Well, yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed <laughs> since 89. Uh, I
1: don't think they could get enough people interested in fannies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. Uh, anyway, so I, I went to the Phenacle Fanny, which was sort of an annual play type of fundraiser or something. It was great. Really funny. I love that I described it so well. Spent early hours of the morning looking for Julie. I was locked out. She was in bed asleep. See ya, 30 am <laughs> Jesus, Julie. I think she's got it out for me.
1: Oh, it sounds like Julie's a bit of a fuck-up. <laughs>
0: Look, I do remember having a lot of fun with her, but yes, she was very much a bit of a (laughs) fuck-up. She was a bit scatterbrained, and I don't know. But aren't
1: they the best people to hang out with? Most <laughs>
0: certainly, unless you've got a house full of hairless yeah, cats to, that are desperately needing feeding.
1: Yeah, unless you have to rely on them in any way, shape, or form. Oh,
0: can you imagine if Jan came back and said, "Um, so anyway, your cats are inside. And I haven't fed them for three
1: days. I don't know how to get in there, and I don't know where the keys are either. So you can't drive your car. Then <laughs> you probably only got one cat because the other two ate them." Yeah. <laughs>
0: Survival of the fittest. (laughs) All right, here's our last entry. This is uh, August 12. It's a Saturday. It was written at 3.14am. Naughty, naughty. (laughs) Please explain. But I don't, apparently. I just say, woke up at 8 today, got dressed and went into town. What's naughty about that? Oh, maybe naughty, naughty is referencing the 3.14am. Anyway, went and saw Dana at Jean's West. Oh, so Dana must have worked at Jean's West. Had a coffee you with been her.
1: the road from me.
0: Yeah. Oh my God. It's a clothing fight off. Uh, bought my... <laughs> oh here we go, here's a reference to you. bought my watch off the layby, got some magazines and also inquired about going home to Adelaide for two weeks in November. I'll leave on November. Monday 6th, and get into Adelaide at 5.55pm. I can't wait. It's slightly expensive, but who gives a stuff? Called mum and dad and told them. Got to work at 11, did some ads quickly, and then went on air at midday. Man, I'm squeezing a lot into my early morning.
1: Is this your first trip home that you've
0: planned? Yeah, so I haven't been home since January 8th at this stage. No
1: wonder it was a big
0: deal. Oh, yeah. Back to Adelaide, like civil. I love that Adelaide is civilization. I can't wait to get back to the big city. Be surrounded by churches and murderers. Uh, my shift went really well, which was good. Julie came in to say see ya. She and Dana are off to Headland for the weekend. Hired some movies, and that explains the late hours. Three nineteen a.m. But no see ya. Just shutting it down with a time.
1: Oh. Nah. A very precise time.
0: Yeah, 3.19am. <laughs> well,
1: at least you're consistent. You were doing the same thing in your last diary entries that I was I on your program as well.
0: Hot tip, Nat. Looks if like you come him. back, it won't change.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! you've just spoiled it for me.
0: Sorry, <laughs> You need to
1: put a spoiler alert on this program.
0: <laughs> All right, baby. No. I love you.
1: Love you too. Bye.
0: Bye. In the next episode, a regular caller to the radio station has a great idea, but it isn't. And he wants me to help make it happen. And it ain't ever gonna. So stand by for more bitching about it within my diary. There's a creepy pretend I'm heterosexual moment in there too. Plus I raise my voice to my boss Neville whilst trying not to cry when he accuses me of not doing a commercial. I practically whack myself off over a John Laws book, Kill Me, now, or at least 19-year-old me, and despite being a dog person, I buy a kitten on a whim, which weirdly makes me a teenage cat lady because in 1989, I already had a cat back in Adelaide. How long will 20-year-old me stay interested in a cat, and can it live with me for more than a week? Probably not. Hey, every episode we try to help raise Indigenous voices and this time around we're all about commonground.org.au. They are working to help Australians see the value of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures by providing access to stories and knowledge that will help bridge gaps in knowledge for all Australians and be a go-to resource for those wanting to learn more and connect with our First Peoples. There's so many amazing resources in there, including groundbreaking movies and documentaries. Honestly, the list is pretty much endless. I guarantee you'll find shitloads of stuff to keep you busy for hours there. And it's so beautifully presented too. You'll find them at commonground.org.au or on Instagram at commongroundaustralia. Get ready to send some pre-pandemic hugs to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for writing the theme tune for the 1989 podcast and Jezalenko for all the other Sonic bits. Please give me a share on this podcast Who have you mentioned it to? When did you post about it on socials? And what did you say in the Apple podcast review you gave me? And how come you hate me? (laughs) Uh, Any help that you can give us would be appreciated. And don't forget, we're at 19.89 on Insta and Twitter too. And until the next episode, I am loving you from here. Check you later. See ya. Bye.